You know, how many of you are ready for football season? You know, you're counting down the days till you can cheer on those Clemson Tigers, you know. All right, I know, I know, I know. I know you want to cheer on the Georgia Bulldogs. That's fine. That's fine. But you know, the first game of the season is Georgia versus Clemson. And so that, that should be a good game. But I will say... Just a little caveat here. This is a somewhat of a rebuilding year for Clemson. Because, as you know, as you know, our star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, was drafted by the NFL. And, uh, you know, I know Georgia's had its rebuilding years as well. But, when it, you know, when a team says it's a rebuilding year, you know what that typically means. It means that they're trying to fill several positions that are vacant with either players or coaches. They're saying, you know, we've lost a lot of great players. They've moved on to the next season of life and maybe they've gone into the NFL or whatnot. They graduated and now we have to fill those spots so we can continue to play well and accomplish our goals. Well, you know, when you think about the football teams, but there's a lot of rebuilding going on, but it's not just the football teams. When you look across our country, you think, wow, there's a lot of rebuilding going on across the board, not just with football teams, but with businesses. You know, you see a lot of we're hiring signs everywhere. I mean, they're trying to rebuild. Um, you see churches. Uh, churches are in the rebuilding phases as well. And I think for us at the Hill Baptist Church, I would say we're in that rebuilding phase as well. And one of the reasons I think we are in this rebuilding phase, I believe we are in this rebuilding phase, is because of the pandemic. You know, as, like most churches, uh, March 2020, we went all online. Everything was shut down for the most part for several months. Uh, and then we began to meet together again with several precautions in place and then Slowly but surely, we started to re-implement Sunday school and our Wednesday evening Bible studies. But because of the pandemic, many of our ministries had to change. And even some of our ministries had to go dormant because you just couldn't do those in that season. And because of this pandemic, and we're still dealing with it to some degree, right? We're still dealing with this pandemic to some degree, but we are emerging and we're seeking to rebuild our ministry. And so as we emerge and rebuild, obviously there are going to be opportunities that are open uh, for you to serve. Opportunities that we need our church family to step into and serve as we seek to fulfill our mission. Another reason why I believe we are in a rebuilding phase is because many of our members have gone to be with the Lord. You know, this is my 10th my year pastoring the Hill Baptist Church, which is hard to believe. Um, but as I was thinking about these past 10 years, I have buried more church members than our average attendance on any given Sunday. If you just think about that. So... More than everybody in this room, I have, I have seen more of our church members go to be with the Lord than how many people are sitting in this room right now. And, you know, these were men and women, faithful servants of the Lord. They loved the Lord. They loved His church. They served His church. Uh, but, you know, one of the consequences is that when they went to be with the Lord, uh, a position was left vacant. 
You know, many uh, deacons and Sunday school teachers and servants uh, went to be with the Lord. Well, when they went to be with the Lord, you know, one of the consequences is that that position is now open, uh, vacant. We need someone to step in there. So just like, you know, with my analogy earlier with Trevor Lawrence being drafted to the NFL, a position, a position on Clemson's football team is open. And they need to find, and hopefully they found one by now, but they need to find someone who is going to serve in that role as quarterback for their team if they're going to accomplish their goals. They need someone to fill that spot. And in a similar way, because of the pandemic, and because many have gone to be with the Lord, our church has several positions that are vacant. And we need to find people who will be able to serve in those positions if we're going to be effective in reaching our goals as a church. And that's where we are. We're in a rebuilding phase. And our church needs you to serve. Now, with that said, let me, let me share with you why I think you all are great candidates to fill those positions. I want to read two passages of Scripture that will hopefully, hopefully convince you that you are capable of serving and stepping into these roles. Okay? The first passage is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And I want to read a selection of verses in this chapter, uh, beginning with verse 4. So 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. The Apostle Paul writes, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So Paul's telling us that if you're in Christ, that Christ has gifted us, gifted you in a variety of ways to serve for the common good, for the common mission. And then he continues in verse 12 and he says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. Then down in verse 14, For the body does not consist of one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as He chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. So again, we learn here that the church is made up of people that serve in different ways, but we all make up one body. And all of our service comes together for the common good and the common mission, which is to go and make disciples of all nations. Now the second passage I want to look at is Romans 12, verses 4 through 8. So turn with me to Romans 12. Again, the Apostle Paul is talking about this idea that 
In Christ, we are the body of Christ and yet individual members of it with specific gifts and abilities. So Romans 12, verse 4. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So again, you know, the body of Christ has many members and each member has a different function. Not everyone is gifted in the same way. We all have different abilities, different gifts, and yet we're all part of the same body. And so we may serve in different ways, and yet our serving is meant to help the church as a whole, just like the body parts work in a body. So here's what we learn in this passage. If you are in Christ, if you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, then you are part of the body of Christ, the church. Okay? And if you are part of the body of Christ, then you are a body part of Christ. Right? And if you are a body part of Christ, then the body needs you to function. Right? I mean, you all know what happens when a body part does not function. In your body, you get it addressed. You're like, I want you to function. Now, I was moving some stuff the other day, and I pulled on something, and oh man, I pulled something in my ribs, and I felt it. And I'm like, okay, something in here is not functioning properly. And so I'm trying to nurse it back to health because I want it to function properly, right? Because there's a lot of pain when it doesn't. You, you're just not 100%. Same thing with the body of Christ, the local church even. You know, we are all part of this local body and we are all meant to function. You know, if you're in the body of Christ, then you are a body part of the body. And we need you to function. And the way we function is by serving the way you function is by using the gifts and abilities that God has given you to build up the church. Right? And so these passages of Scripture tell me that you are capable of serving. If you're in Christ, you're a body part and you should be functioning. You are capable of serving. In fact, they tell me that God has uniquely gifted each one of you for service. And as you serve the Lord, it's going to stretch your faith and cause you to grow, but it's also going to help the body, right? Just like when you're lifting weights, let's say you're doing some bicep curls, you're building the bicep, but you're also helping the body because now my arms are stronger and I can lift heavier things. And so not only will you grow, but the body will grow as well. These scriptures tell me that if you're not serving, then our church is missing a, a, a key bodily function. That we're not as healthy as we could be. 
that we're not as effective in the mission as we could be. Meaning that we will not be as healthy as we could be if you were serving. Now, I do think we are experiencing signs of health, even though we're in the rebuilding phase. I do think we're experiencing signs of health in our church. But I also believe that we have the potential uh, to become even healthier, as well as even more effective in fulfilling the mission that God is calling us to fulfill. But also know that the way things are right now will not change unless you serve. Okay, so, so follow my train of, or line of thinking here, train of thought. If, if we continue to do what we've done, then we'll continue to get what we've gotten. I know that's not the best grammar, but you get the picture. You know, we, we are, what we're doing now with the people we have doing what we're doing now, we can continue to do, but we can't do more than that. So this is what we are able to do with what we have going on at the moment. And so we're not going to be able to really expect much more to happen unless we see more people join in the mission, if that makes sense. Yeah, I share in my newsletter uh, article about infrastructure. You know, you, you need to, there's all this talk about infrastructure now. You know, the past few presidents, we need to, we need to focus on infrastructure. Uh, some of you who may live out in uh, Grovetown and whatnot, you know, big focus on infrastructure. Because the more people you have moving to an area, you have to provide services for those people or both the you know, residents that have been there for a long time as well as the new residents are getting very frustrated because things aren't going to go as smoothly. You need to provide services that can accommodate more people. And so as a church, if we want to reach more people, if we want to make disciples, more disciples of Jesus, then we have to increase our capacity. And the way we do that is through serving. We have, you know, the way we do that is we have all hands on deck. And that makes us increase our capacity to serve one another as well as our community. You know, think back to my uh, Clemson analogy. You imagine that Clemson never finds a quarterback. Some of you would be excited about that. And let's say that position was just left vacant. Well, the Clemson Tigers arrive in Charlotte to play the Georgia Bulldogs on September 4th. Your game time is set for 7.30 p.m. And when it's time for Clemson to have the ball and they line up for the first play, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's just not going to go smoothly. And y'all will be cheering. I know. And it's just not funny. But, uh, but you know, it's just not going to go smoothly because you need that position filled if you're going to play the game. If you're going to be as effective as you can be in playing the game of football, you have to fill the position of quarterback or whatever the position may be. The position must be filled. And in a similar way, like I mentioned earlier, for a body to function properly, all the body parts need to be functioning. If a body part is not functioning, you're just not going to be as healthy as you could be. You're not going to be uh, as uh, effective as you could be. Things aren't going to go as smoothly as they could be. And in order for our church to be healthy and, and to grow, 
We need every member serving. Yeah, you were saved to serve. You were saved to serve. And so this leads me to my challenge for you. Okay? You know, some of you are actively serving. And I want to continue to challenge you to serve and encourage you to continue to serve. And I want to even encourage you and challenge you to consider serving in even additional areas in the upcoming year. Have you ever heard the phrase, uh, he can play both sides of the ball? And what that means is he can play positions on offense and he can play positions on defense. And for some of you who may have attended smaller high schools, you know many people had to play both sides of the ball. Well, we're not a large church. And so that may mean several of us need to play both sides of the ball. Take on more than one role, more than one position, if we're going to accomplish the mission that God is calling us to accomplish in making disciples of both those who are currently involved in our church as well as those who we want to reach in our community. Uh, you'll notice, I'm going to walk through um, the, the ministry team sign-up form that you should have received when you came in today. I'm going to walk through that. And what you'll notice in some of those service opportunities, some of those are weekly opportunities, and they may be a little more demanding than others. But there are other opportunities there that are monthly opportunities to serve. And then there are other opportunities that are occasional opportunities to serve. So I do think some of you have the capacity to take on more than one of these roles because of the nature of the position and because you're just so awesome and God has gifted you in a great way. Uh, But some of you, you know, you may uh, not be actively serving, but you're ready to take your next step and you're, you're, you know, you're ready to say, yes, I want to be more involved in the mission. I want to be more plugged in. I want to be uh, contributing more to what the church is doing in our community and among its membership. So when you've entered this morning, I, I hope you receive one of these little forms. The ministry team, sign up to serve. Did anyone not receive one of these? Yeah, our ushers are serving in a, in a great way. Roy is doing a fantastic job back there. So everybody got one. Okay, if you did not get one, you can pick up one in the back. But uh, see, they're doing a great job serving, fulfilling those roles so you can have what you need. And so um, I want to walk through this with you and explain some of our needs for the upcoming year. Somebody needs to service our uh, electricity, <laughs> looks like. So that might be a position for some of you if you're electrically... Uh, astute. So I want to walk through this together with you and I want you to prayerfully consider how God may be leading you uh, to serve. So let's, let's walk through this form together. I want you to think about our ministry teams you know, kind of going along with the school year. So we're about to start a new school year. It'll go through fall, spring. That's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about this next upcoming year. Okay, And here are some areas of need that we have, some positions, some opportunities for you to serve. And I just want to walk through these with you. First, our children's ministry team. Uh, We need to have someone step into this role, a teacher for Wednesday evening. Uh, We are going to be doing the uh, New City Catechism, which is a great curriculum 
that we have set for the children, but we need someone to be the lead teacher for that curriculum each Wednesday evening from 6.30 to 7.30. Also, Children's Church, you saw Rachel take the children out about halfway through the service. They go out and they have a, um, a lesson that is more accommodating to their age. And uh, it's usually a video that is produced by the Gospel Project that ties into our Sunday school curriculum. And so we need people to sign up to lead our children's church breakout each Sunday. And the way we normally do this is we have about four or five volunteers sign up and you take it once a month. And so you can take the children uh, halfway through the service once a month and you'll have all that you need to lead them through that time. So that's an opportunity. Uh, Nursery. We just need somebody or some folks to sign up to serve as our substitute nursery worker when our regular nursery worker is out of town. So that's one of those occasional opportunities. Uh, Youth ministry team, we need specifically a female helper for Wednesday evening. You know, we need a woman who loves teenagers and wants to serve them on Wednesdays from 6.30 to 7.30. And I, you know... Personally, I am obviously a little uh, um, focused on this one because obviously I have two daughters in the youth group. So to have a lady up there uh, is, is, would be very beneficial. Okay, our senior adult ministry team. Uh, we need a team of two to four people who will help us reimagine what our senior adult ministry will look, at, look like. You know, before COVID, we had several things in place for our senior adults. Uh, but now COVID hit and it has changed things. And so we need some folks, some of you, to help us reimagine what this could look like uh, in the upcoming year. Men's ministry team. We need a few, a few men that will help us as a church consider how to reach and develop the men in our church and community. Women's ministry team, same type thing, but to help reach and develop the women in our church and community. We need an outreach team, uh, a team of people who help us plan creative and effective ways to reach our community with the gospel. And so that's kind of like local missions. And we also need a missions team, uh, a team of people that will help us plan short-term mission trips that are outside our city and even possibly outside our, our country. A bereavement team, we need a team of people, eight to ten people who would be willing to make a dish and or serve a meal to families who have lost a loved one. For example, you know, when Richard Arnold went to be with the Lord, our church provided a meal for them on, uh, after their, the memorial service in the social hall. And several of you made a dish. Some, several of you served during that time. You know, we need to have a team like that on hand so that we can minister effectively to families that uh, lose a loved one. So that's the bereavement team. Uh, music ministry team. You know, we need to uh, rebuild our music ministry. Uh, that The pandemic has caused us to pivot on that. And uh, Floyd's asking us to, to build a team of 8 to 10 people that will serve on a praise team that will help lead worship through music in our worship services. And you can see some of the characteristics of those folks there. And maybe that's you. Uh, prayer team, we need a team of people who will be committed to pray for the needs of our congregation and community on a regular basis. Benevolence team. Uh, We need a team of three to four people who will be willing to assess needs and administer our benevolence fund to those in need. So this is a a fund that we have in our church that helps people with financial needs, both in our church and our community. And so if that's something you'd like to do, uh, you can put that down. 
Audiovisual team, we need uh, three to four people willing to learn how to run the audiovisual system and be willing to fill in when our regular volunteers are out. And then you might be reading through this and say, well, Ron, I don't see the ministry team I'm interested in. Well, I would say just put that down there if you have one that's not listed because I ran out of paper. Put the one there you're interested in. Write maybe a brief description about it. And I'd love to talk to you more about it. But here's what I want you to do. And you don't have to do it today, but I do want you to do this over the next few weeks. I want you to fill out this form. Put your name, phone number, email, and the areas of service that you would like to uh, be involved in. If it's a team, if it's a specific position, write that down and just drop it in the offering plate. And as you fill that form out and turn that in, we will contact you with your next step, depending on what that position is or what team you join. We will contact you with your next step and what's next uh, for you in that role. So we'll give you all that you need uh, to get, get, running, get running with those roles. Uh, but I want you to prayerfully consider where you will serve during this next school year. Uh, we are in a rebuilding phase, but I do believe that as we together serve the Lord, that we will emerge spiritually stronger and even more fruitful in our effort to make disciples of all nations. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your goodness and grace to us. Thank you that you have saved us to serve. Uh, We look at the example of Jesus Christ who came to serve, not to be served. And who modeled service to his disciples when he washed their feet. And calls us to do the same. To serve one another. To build up the church to encourage one another, to bear one of those burdens, and to make disciples, to help people become growing followers of Jesus. God, by your Holy Spirit, I pray that you would put on the hearts of each person here uh, where you would have them serve this year. And God, I pray that we will become healthier and even more fruitful in the mission you've called us to. And we give you the glory for all that you will do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.